Hey everyone, welcome to the ABM Voice podcast. Uh, this is your host Arun Gopalaswamy. Today I speak to uh, Pooja Sharma, uh, the marketing specialist at Crucial, a global credit trading company. Pooja is an experienced and certified ABM marketer. Pooja, welcome to the show, and I'm very happy to have you here and do this chat with you. Thank you so much, Arun. Thanks a lot. Absolutely, Pooja. Just give us a sense of your marketing experience it's almost a decade right so you you've worked in different sort of companies give a sense of like how the experience has been on your overall journey yeah it's been a decade uh, doing marketing and the journey has been fantastic especially because i have worked in different industries so getting a flavor of different industries how technology works how telecom works how bfsi or fintech works and startup to a scale it's been a absolute journey but one thing common has been my journey in ABM. So that has mm. been to end being there. And I'm I'm quite rejoicing and loving how ABM works and what ABM does. Because as a market IT, that's how I think. And that's how when mm. I'm doing marketing strategy, that's the only way my brain functions of what I can give an account or more specific and more targeted. So that's been the journey where ABM has been constant. The companies and industries have changed. That's the part awesome. of it. Uh, no, I think that's the experience I wanted to tap into and help our audience do better ABM. Right? Uh, you talked about different experiences in different industries. Right? So what are the, like, is, are there any aspects which are applicable in one industry and not the other? It could be audience, it could be messaging, it could be content. What is, uh, what is the unifying thing and what is that thing which is very different from each of those industries that you mentioned? Absolutely. Every industry and every company which I've worked in is completely different. And especially the way we take ABM is completely different. Where the ABM is not, all three ABMs, one-on-one, one-is-to-many, one-is-to-few, are not applicable for all the industries and for all my companies. Especially the size mm. of the company or depend and how much a company is ready to invest what is the output mm. you are expecting right there are companies who are investing a lot but the output also be required to give uh 30x or 20x right and now mm. is that possible from one is to abm or one is to few it's not mandatory that you do all three abm together you know mm-hmm. discarding the investment you are ready to do or you're ready to take the challenge on or uh, specifically for me whichever companies that i have worked in and abm is not quite old it's it's you know especially in india it's not all the companies who are doing abm from quite like long back and so abm is not something which was a base and you're know, building up on it whichever company i right. didn't i we have started the base from abm like it's a new thing mm-hmm. so specifically when you start abm you have to be quite cautious like you know should you take the risk with all three abms right or you prove mm-hmm. that you give which in, into the objective of your company and that the objective is serving to wife the office objective of the company one is to one ABM, go ahead with one is to one, get the ROI, mm-hmm. get the results out of it, and then shift to one is to two. Nowadays, because mm-hmm. it becomes the jargon of the market, every company right. where it might not be applicable to do all through or every company where there's so much investment is not required at the start, they are going ahead without any prior research or without any um, prior uh, theory with all three together, which I, in my opinion, is not a good start because the results do take time in India. It's not a right. it's not demand generation where you just get a phone call and then done. That's not the right type of mm. thing which you're doing then. So yes, it's been mm. different and different industries and specifically because I've worked in with scale to large scale and also uh, startups. So it has been different in all three scenarios for me. And the strategy has all been different in all three scenarios, along with the search for all three industries. Right, excellent. I want to double click on that uh, experience part on the culture side of things, right? So you've been part of conglomerates and you've been part of enterprises and also SaaS, right? So what does, from the marketing culture perspective, right? So what are the, some of the commonalities and what are some of the things which are very distinct and, and specific to each of this type of companies that you've worked? Um, could be decision-making, it could be uh, the kind of programs that you're allowed to run, the right, so the empowerment and then things like that. 
especially click to click on that sales cycle. So your sales cycle is quite distinguished between to a large scale to a mid scale to a small scale. The sales cycle is quite distinguished. Yeah, ABM mm. has to be shaped and has to be have a strategy according to your sales cycle, right? If the sales cycle is one year long, then your ABM program can be one one and a half to two years, which is possible. If it's sales cycle is one month or two months, especially when it is B for the SaaS company, your ABM cycle mm. has to be six months. When you have to see where your progression is going, you can't just continue with a longer campaign. But I have done campaigns which are running half year long. Whereas I've mm. done campaign which is six months long, right? Now, mm. then a half mm. more in six months long, where do you put a red flag? Where do you start looking it into that is your strategy correct on the account correct or is the objective correct? That's something right. fine between sales and the large scale company, right? And the mm. companies where you have to see the sales cycle decide, put a red flag, like, you know, after one, one and a half month in that I will put a red flag, that will not work it. Whereas in large scale, hmm. red flag is after six months because within six months you hmm. have any, uh, you know, objective or you hmm. analytics to look at, and the analytics won't speak correct. What was the major hmm. deal, which takes longer time? If the sales has been working on the cloud, we have like 30, 40 salespeople, like you know, going around it, and still they have not. It will take a longer time. So the hmm. analytics decision making and your sales strategy, your entire own campaign plan. For each of these tasks, uh, mid-scale to uh, high-tech industries, to your, you know, it all differs. And especially when you okay. culture, the culture is quite different. The objective is quite different. The objective mm. one thing is like, you know, is the engagement mode, is your awareness there, right? Where they want the awareness and engagement to be there. Where in your mid-scale, obviously, because of the size of the deal, where they want, whether it, you, are you taking to a decision making? Are you taking it to the bottom of the funnel? Hmm. And that's where I said the EBM strategy changes. Whether you want hmm. objective awareness and consideration or you want the objective of decision making. Where you want to bottom of the funnel or you want to go mid of the funnel also is fine. And mid of the funnel is fine if you have a large idea. Hmm. Hmm. Understand. Uh, in your current organization in the role, right? So you are embarking on an ABM program, and you've been working on this for months, right? And as I understand, it's a very strategic program. There is a top-level uh, sort of sponsorship, and then there is visibility, right? And uh, over this last months, right? So what what are you exactly trying to achieve, right? So are you trying to put together a just a planned program, like how deep, and then what is the kind of activities that goes on for months right so the reason i'm asking for this question asking this question is some of the smaller companies right startups they wanted to start abm in in, uh, in weeks right that is like one two weeks right and in your case if you are working on a planning aspect for six months there is a lot of work that's happening what is the thought process that happens there that the others are not uh, doing maybe Right, and and that's what even when I have my coffee conversations with people, I think not kickstart ABM. Uh, it's account-based marketing, right? To start account-based marketing, you're supposed to know your account. That's your company. From past six months, the journey from where I have joined, I started to understand what the business, present structure of business is. What are their objectives? What are their targets? Right? What would they function? Because it's not that overnight. ABM is not about what you marketing to. We have to watch the basic. It is not only about marketing team. You have to have a sense of your cross-functional team, of your sales team, of your product team, of your content writing team, right? And if you have a strategy team, you have to have a sense of what a strategy team is doing. Basically, what I mm. now what is happening is because ABM is a jargon. Again, only the marketing team thinks that takes the decision. Whether it's not, you need to have buy-in from all the stakeholders of the company, all your parallel teams, because somewhere or the other, they play the role. If you get a need and you pass it to them and they do not know the value of the need, they do not know from where the lead is coming, they do not know the journey of the lead, they do not know how much mm. efforts you have gotten to them, put into the lead, that just goes to the way. Mm. So my six-month journey mm. has been understanding each team, Understanding what he mm. does, understanding what is the objective of the team, what will it take mm. if I start ABM to shift their mindset? 
because totally different you have to shift the mindset of sales you have to shift the mindset of product you have to shift shift the mindset of your um, even the board members right it's not easy mm-hmm. what what results are going mm-hmm. to get it's not that demand mm-hmm. yeah. so my six month research has been is abm a good fit for the by company a okay. mm-hmm. good fit what type of uh, what type of abm is the creative that if uh, what type of abm is right what will it take me to change the mindset of different people and how can i explain to them and hence i'm hmm. to multiple people are trying to understand what is their mindset with abm right in the company hmm. they come from the same industry i have been having this a lot of copy conversation for their people's mindset up i'm not trying to influence them i'm just trying to grasp them so that we know how right. to make people in my company understand across functional team what abm takes what it will give them and what the thing how to treat it right, right. treatment is the base of abm right if you are doing an account mm. setting you're getting an engagement into our account or into in contact mm. or does the next team that's the sales pre for then calling team but much before right. that your strategy team your product team your content marketing team how do they start having a mindset change of how to start making the content how to start making the strategy what should the strategy include you're having a resource mm. count, you're having your tool count, you're having a X dollar of investment done. What are you expecting and in how much run? So that mm. strategy has taken me a six months long run to get it created mm. to, to the core of it, right? Mm. You know, now mm. I know that these XYZ teams have these objectives. This is how I can right. change my mindset. This is what the work mm. would be done. and this is like the right. amount of investment i need and i can give a wide on output because it's not right. to be you said two weeks i'm mean, it's it then it could be a marketing decision it has to right. be a parallel decision it has to be all teams educate the team let the team come on board then start the process because if you start hmm. and you do not have your product in it line will you be able hmm. to for industry bundling you won't be able to make hmm. industry bundling the product hmm. means the same hmm. the but the functions with the functionality those changes for each industry right. for one industry quality mm. is high concern for another industry we experience high concern so what right. is the product team on board if you get bundled according to industry mm. is your design mm. team on board to give you industry specific design because it can't, mm. without educating they can't have a certain shift right because they have been doing it for years is your business right. team on board to take your needs or your engaged contact and speak the language same language which you have done all the effort in speak the same language mm. right so right. that's my right. you... right please go ahead. so that's my core of my research where i start with right. the basic and then build up on it right okay and how does this buy in look like so how do you know that it has been brought in or bought in right and uh, are you like doing workshops and bringing all of these teams together and and then educating what abm is or are you talking about benefits right so there is a phase i understand that you run you're trying to understand the business how do these teams work then you need to sort of convert that into a sort of a working model right so talk us through that experience in terms of now you going and introducing abm and then saying okay this is how we're going to uh, do Do you see excitement? Do you see resistance? Anything that you wanted to change? Typically, there is a resistance, right? So, how do you overcome? So, basically, I'm doing ABM for my internality. I'm doing it by doing account based mm. to my actually contact based marketing to my internals, mm. and that mm. and as a marketer, you can't send your ideas and market mm. your have to contact based marketing. Then you have to rethink about the entire thing. So. Mm. And, mm. Like when we are targeting an account, as a as you know, as a marketer, we know what the account wants. We see what mm. the, the account wants, so that I'm applying exactly the same thing to my internal stakeholder. And in contact based mm. shooting, where I know what each contact wants, what is their story, mm. what is fitting, what type of output can I show them that they become wins, right? And they don't, yeah, mm. if it obviously they won't buy in because it's a lot of work. ABM is a lot of work. It's not a uh, Hmm. Oh, just a start of it. It's it, it's a lot of brain work, or actually more than the part of it. Correct. So I'm doing right. exactly what the API needs are, what out hmm. we will be happy hmm. with, 
So I'm showing Williams benefit for each contact and within my company mm. with uh, mm. same contact with marketing approach. So I'm utilizing mm. the NVM general spokes also. Because I think that's that's very interesting. I don't think I've heard anybody saying that I'm actually doing ABM to to sort of get buy-in from my team. And if you think of it, and I think that's what you're doing. Excellent. Uh, so this, like the kind of company and the setup you are in, you you have that luxury to do months of research, right? Con- convincing and all of that. If you're a smaller startup, right? So they don't have months, right? So they they have weeks. And they could have a product where AVM can be applicable, right? Uh, for such companies, right? So how should they approach their AVM? Uh, how do they embark on AVM, right? So what are the groundwork that they can do, but maybe not like, do like an elaborate exercise like what you've been doing? Yeah. Okay. And also figure out like what, what are the readiness and if there is a checklist that should come up with or uh, is there one that they can... Uh, basically use and then say, okay, this is what I can do. Yeah, and well, that's a good question, Adrian. And other thing is that if the uh, company is smaller size, the convincing of teams also is smaller, right? So mm. playing around with less mm. of amount. You're playing with the smaller teams every uh, team cycle. You're playing with smaller right. team structure. So then you automatically mm. uh, get you know, a smaller research done, right? So mm. when autumn mm. happens, yes, checklists at least have the basic checklist done, right? Because you're smaller, right. it's easier to get all of them into one room, one time, educate all of them together regarding what AB mm. is, right? And mm. have a good mm. session of boss, what's your requirement? Each in a bigger or in a bigger organization, you have to do it with angel team because teams are bigger, right? If it's right. indeed right mm. ten person team, you know, responsible in a smaller setting, get one in a room. Mm. I wanted mm. them your ideas. What are their output? What are their expectations? And take the ABN mm. campaign for those output as a start. Right? ABN, mm. Oh, mm. there are different ways where ABM's output can be whether it's engagement, whether it's, right. whether it's relationship building, whether it's awareness. There are different types. See the top mm. requirements of all the teams in your team. Suppose if your product team, mm. I want people to be aware about my product features. Right? When hmm. sales hmm. and boss sales team always via sales team say that I want leads, I want to sell it, right? And when whether whether a management might have that I want my company to more than the product, right? Once I have Correct. people even know about me, so then these two becomes your core to go with. These are the three objectives, and then you can hmm. start building if this objective is there. What type of ABM fits in? Whether it's one right. one one is too few, one is too many. For your startup, and hmm. when you said it's a new product, so then it would be one to two because your cow. If you have a good current customer list, you can retarget them for up, you know, cross sell a part of it, and then you have one is to make, hmm. right? Then you hmm. down to hmm. type of APM. Now you have touched down to two type of APM, right? What's your hmm. what's your product cost? What is your average? Hmm. Now you know your average inside. Do a back calculation of what is the budget he's giving you. Cool. I think that this helps. Um, so when you're doing longer programs and you said you you, you had ABM programs run for one and a half years, you said, right? So how difficult is to sustain the alignment? And then what are the things that you do to make sure that you're actually uh, working together in tandem, I think, with the end goal and things like that, right? As time passes, right? So the initial excitement sort of fades away and then and as a, as a leader or somebody who's anchoring the program, right? So how do you sort of keep people together, flock together, motivate and uh, go to that end state of, let's say, the campaign becoming a winning one? Right. So, uh, you know, when people, and I get this question a lot of times, how do you make them believe in your AVM? How do you make them believe or whatever? The the second part, which, you know, makes any ABM program successful is the transparency and is the reporting. Your reporting mm. is top-notch and is to be along with the objective, right? Mm. If you have an objective, your objective, you know, the three, like, you know, if there are three teams with three different objectives, your report, which goes out to them bi-weekly or monthly, I prefer a bi-weekly reporting always, you know, small bi-weekly mm. monthly reporting, 
they are aware of the progress. They are aware of the journey. Keep that transparent. Mm. Your win of ABM is only by reporting, right? Because then, mm. Mm. then the teams are uh, aware. The teams are in line. They know there was a progress. Mm. Okay. Mm. One and a half year mm. program, suppose I'm targeting one CEO, right? And I tell my content or product marketing team, well, the CEO has shown interest in five to 10 of your products and I'm making them engage with your, now they have engaged with top level, topo content three times, topo bottom of the, you know, middle of the funnel, topo content three times and bottom of the, they are happy with the journey. They know that they're coming, mm. you know, taking in, they're getting, mm. grasping the information what they're creating. If I tell a salesperson, well, you are one meeting two weeks later, but the last week your person has read X, Y, Z thing. Keep happy mm. reporting. So, mm. is the base in ABM to make our stakeholders stick in us, even the internal stakeholders. Keep the excitement mm. on, to keep the stickiness on, to keep you always listening from information is both the side. You can't do ABM alone, as I said from first. You need cross functional teams. You need your dependent. Right. It, it's a teamwork, right? So mm. you have mm. conversations within once in a month mm. about this is their top account. These are the journey which are customers are taking. These are the uh, contacts in your account which have shown interest. This is the journey of each of the contact. Then they know. They know things are moving. Mm. Right? Mm. Mm. Some not moving, they allow them to say, right, you know, should we just go and meet the ones? Mm. Right? Should we just mm. have a call? Because these are top clients. These are your top 10 clients. You might be your getting your uh you know most of the time revenue 20 30 percent from the stock client which you can't right, okay. right? so mm-hmm. there's a lot of intent your internal intent external intent your event intent your campaign intent digital intent external intent mm-hmm. one-on-one intent the reporting has to speak all of it you can't say that i'm mm-hmm. marketing reporting so i will be having mm-hmm. digital it has to have external it has to have your sales touch point also it has to have a piece mm. of product. But then the stories, mm. and that shows the teamwork. And then that's the mm. Got it. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, in the same context, right? When you have this one and a half years of deal cycle, right? And then you're reporting every, let's say, every two weeks, there are going to be periods where nothing is happening, right? So, right? It could be, there could be a spike, and then there is a moment, and then there is a lull, right? So it's always a, a swing, right? So, uh, what are you reporting on those times, and right? Where no action is taken place, for example, right? Yeah, and that's the transparency which is to be maintained, and that's where your ABX mm. education to your stakeholders coming point, right? Mm. There is no action being taken. We clearly say the boss. There is no being action. Let's try mm. with the subject. Can you or you know from your client or is mm. there a board meeting in your client's thing, or is there you know some shift happening from your on ground conversation from the sales team and they're like, oh yeah, there's mm. board meeting, so they like well, don't bother for these two weeks, they won't interact. Okay. If there is not that oh they attended I went last week itself, right? So it will for them. But many times you have to mm. make your campaign go slow. Right? If mm. if they have attended mm. your round table or if they have attended your tech session last week, obviously mm. what if you continue with it, right? Obviously I understand right. the point you can't put a stop to it. But then go gentle. Mm. Have your content, which is might be a fat content, might be not a content mm. product. You don't always have to say. Mm. Now, if you mm. and if you have that, you have a text session last week. Next week, can't we stop mm. saying that you know take more information? It can be a fun mm. It can be a fun fact industry. It can just be mm. something nothing to do with your company. Something nothing to do with your uh, you know uh, with your company or with your product. It has to be a mm. light conversation. It has to be a fun fact. Or it can be a mm. trending news, right? Because mm. the important. Mm. And brand recollection is mm. important. The brand not slipping from the end is important. No one, mm. the, now we have arrived where we have our attention span of three seconds. Once upon a time, it was right. 25 seconds. It has reduced, reduced, reduced mm. from the three seconds. And we know mm. from the digital era, we are stating that it is, it, it is too much of information. Right. So ABM hmm. on deciding that, and when you're designing one and a half year campaign, these are the ex- hmm. which have to be kept in. in. You can't keep selling yourself. You can't keep selling. Hmm. It has to be a, it, okay. the length of football. If you know your contact and well enough, and that's you're supposed to know. If the contact hmm. length of football, put fun stuff about the football. Hmm. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes Thank sense. you. And this is across the 
teams, right? So if you're leading a program, right? So how are you proving ROI, right? So again, for large, uh, long programs, right? It's going to take time for you to actually do the conversion. But in the intermediate time, right? So both for short as well as long programs, what are some ways that you, you, you obviously this uh, bi-weekly report or fortnightly reporting is something that's going to give them the clarity in terms of how the deal is progressing, how the program is uh, progressing and things like that. But like specifically, how do you, what are the steps that you do to, to prove ROI, right? So these are high, invest, high investment programs, right? Your leadership teams are going and then are coming to you and then asking like, okay, where is the return for the investments that you've already made, right? So how do you tackle that question? Right. So, um, that really always has been or you know what about the final because if your abm you start or you're obviously you take six months to warm up after six months if you're warmed up there will always be involved or knowing in in terms of power right power when you one expect of it but there is account score context score which proves that you know things are moving in the right direction before you come there's account score there's context score there have been times where you know Sales have gone to the meeting, then, then you know the customer, your content has to be strong, your ads have to be strong, your retainer has to be strong, your events have to be strong enough. Where the customers have come back and said, boss, you know, that material which are marketing things came was ready. Right? Mm-hmm. Those are your success mm-hmm. metrics. Those are your scoring models you have to put in play. Where mm-hmm. then when it's teamwork, where CF has to be transparent, come and tell you boss this way. And they tell. I tell you, I have mm-hmm. been I do know sales thing, you know, with sales and marketing never go hand in hand, right? But when people that they do come in, there are many people who come back and they don't tell. It's not that. If they see the result, they come in because they want that to be replicated for other accounts, right? It's objective. Objective is because not because to praise more, but because they want that work to be done in other accounts. So I usually do account scoring, contact scoring. With the dollar value, obviously, there would be things from six months back, which would be closing and come near the close, the bottom of the funnel. The bottom of the funnel, or when you account scoring and contact scoring, then it means measurements, obviously, with the part where the customer themselves might be set as the book to be for there. And then the management, education has to be given to the management too, and where I know that each management I work with, they understand the value of it. They understand when someone comes in saying that, you know, was your content was very good enough. Like if you the if you're gone and you have given a personalized uh, newsletter only for their account, you know, only for their investor, mm. and that's what that just shows how it has been, right? Mm. That's mm. part where I see that you know, uh, it is good enough where or the ABM results I counter, so that's be uh that's how I that's how I tell you the account score and context for it. Very interesting. You you talked about this feedback that you receive from sales, right? So that loop is is that a process or it's just that whenever they get to meet, they come and then say, "Okay, so I've had this discussion." So or what I'm saying, uh, trying to understand is, is it part of the plan that you you regularly collect this, right? Okay, these are the meetings that I've done over this last two weeks, and this is the feedback that I've got, and this this is how they think uh, the work that your team is doing right specifically marketing when you look at it internally that it's influencing you talked about a reference to that content piece that somebody said that it was useful right so is this processified or just like left it to just randomized no it's a process driven it's a process driven so when you're making this campaign plans it has to be detailed of when you're sending this reporting when you're taking feedback from sales, okay, that has to be documented mm. for each campaign plan, each account plan. It has to be documented and shared across with the sales, agreed with sales, agreed with the product marketing. Mm. Because these are your feedback which we will get. So mostly we get feedback mm. with sales, pre-sales, right? And the events team, if there are companies which are events team in parallel, where they recognize the right. logo and come, right? Might be there you did a campaign, right. boss, if you go on the booth, collect this, this is great. It's has been made for you. Mm. And then mm. team design team have to be product marketing team, contact marketing team, and the ABM team have to be on the receiver side. Where we receive the feedback and act on it. That is the giving and the mm. receiving. And it is very uh, simple, but obviously uh, uh, giving will always be sales, pre-sales, even so we see them face-to-face. So that's the process. Right. There is a mm. structure created 
who is giving the feedback, who is receiving the feedback, how often we act upon it, right? That has been all mm. structured, right? After an event, mm. you do not go back and ask to the staff that what was the feedback of your customers, then you're at fault. The ADF team is at fault. That feedback is necessary. Mm. Boss, mm. send them the email that their specific personalized book is kept. Did you communicate this thing? Mm. They come and collect it, right? Of mm, my mm, small goodie, if they are, you know, plant lovers, or you just have kept a football sign for them, right? And you just uh, kept the football sign for them. Did they collect the football, right? Mm, so these are mm, all things which matter. You know, I I believe mm, marketing mm, being more than the product it's psychology. Playing with the, mm, like you know, you have to go to the psychological level of your customers, and you have to collect the right. because to understand right. someone likes coffee or football is not easy for the marketing team. And I get it because I've mm. done those researches. Now, mm. if you mm. ask, then did that work? You won't know that. Mm. Well, do you have to repeat mm. it, and you don't have to repeat it because it takes us right. then ask to do that research. Mm. Mm. It's very important that feedback loop. Yeah. Wow. And are you doing it systemically in the sense, right? So are they capturing in CRMs and then you look up and then get that, or are they typically face-to-face -face meetings where this is like orally told, you captured, right? Uh, how does that uh, work? So for one-on-one -on -one in VM, it has to be CRM captured because these are the mm. journey. Account or team can change, account person can change, marketing team can change, everything can change. So for one of to one, where it, it mm. has to be documented in detail in the CRO. So down the years, whoever comes, have a look at it. Whereas one is to few mm. understand it's difficult to measure every uh, you know every piece of it. But it has to be measured in the CRM so that tomorrow you know what campaigns work. Right. So the same is taking Especially where mm -hmm. in ABM, you have to do predictive analysis, you have to do competitive analysis. You have to, when you're doing this analysis, these pointers come in picture. When you mm. are doing a predictive analysis, how do you do predictive analysis? Seeing what has happened in the past, you can predict whether it will have the same. If there are five companies having the same sort of journey, then you can print mm. then it's going to be the same for the industry. Right? Now, if you right. can't right. detail, then you would not know. Like, I'll just give you mm. an example. Events are not cheap. Right? If you know that five of your top one-on-one -on -one accounts came for that one particular event, you know that they went a good investment. When mm. 50 came, when 50 was small scale of your bank, then you have to see, I mean, is that the correct ROI of your and this will mm. be possible only if you have documented what you have spoken to the salesperson. It will be possible mm. to document what you have spoken to pre-sales, right? And if mm. you have mm. account at the end of the year ranked for top account, you have to have account history pulled up by marketing team. Then this was your mm. journey, especially for top 10 accounts, top 5 accounts. Now, at the end, mm. what I said in the starting of the, uh, this podcast, you have to see what type of ABM is fitting, right? You can't mm. so much detail if the ticket size is like, you know, 10,000 or 20,000. If it's in 2 million, mm. you have to have the documentation of end of MP or when you dodge down the journey of your account, this is what journey happened, this is what happened, this is out. Right? Mm. It's mm. the type of idiom. One is too many, yes. you can't have a detail out totally agree, but uh, then you have to have the integration in such a way that at least your digital footprints are captured in your CRM. Mm. You will have to have hmm. process in a place with maximum touch points at bare minimum what you can do is the touch points are captured in most the Right. Most of it, one is to two and pointers. One is to one right. need eight pointers. Right. And the feedback, who's putting it in CRM? Is it the marketing team going and extracting through conversations or you're letting the sales team to put together let's say based on a template or something like that on, on CRM, whichever CRM they use. Uh, so it's it both ways, right? You know, and if the sales teams, team, one is to one and one is to many sales people want. Correct. One is no salesperson. And that's a, mm -hmm. I do not want to build up any word because then one is to many, no one. One is to one, what happens in, when sales see the result, mm. they start putting it. Putting it, okay, okay. Then go and see whatever is missing, you added in there. Hmm. But, you know, where sales sees that, you know, there is in-between results out of it. We start putting it again, as I said, because they wanted to duplicate for other accounts. Most of these right. companies where uh, large uh, large accounts are with one salesperson, we will have more two, two, three 
like like accounts to him mm. when he mm. start returning himself because it helped him in this mm. season mm. he start putting it himself until they don't mm. see the what it it will have if you are starting a bmi or it has to be the marketing mm. team to said because at the end mm. of the after 6 months you can prove to this that these are the pointers which helps so it will be great to start these pointers makes perfect sense uh just switching uh, gears so if you are a company which is getting started with abm so you have some kind of a demand gen program that's going on maybe a couple of million of revenue right so they have product that fits into your abm um use case for example right how do you introduce what 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 are the some of the things where you introduce and then sort of dovetail your abm program into demand gen and then marry this and make the whole thing a process right how would you approach it when you uh, when you start with abm and do not stop it ever like you know just start and stop demand gen that will just backslash let it go in parallel for 3 months right mm-hmm. take for one to many take the industry take your top three industry account take your top three mm-hmm. uh, products which are selling if it is industry or product or region right start putting those buckets of uh, platform what we call in abm language start taking those clusters to one is to uh, many mm-hmm. right so when you start taking these clusters what are happening to your results will drive automatically there will be poor result one because your content is wearing the industry it's wearing the product so that metrics will obviously have poor results hmm okay. it has to be gradually done right hmm. but then i would hmm. say what when one is to many because hmm. that not good one is to one takes a lot of uh, a lot of content strategy a lot of part of it and the one hand hmm. So you can't do one is to one for many accounts in parallel, right? It has to be done for few sure. accounts, your top accounts, because the investment also is likely a very large. One is to hmm. also like you know it will take a little bit of more time if you want one is to many is a shorter uh, cycle for you to execute. So start hmm. the clusters, clusters by product, clusters by industry. Start marrying hmm. the one is to uh, many after you start hmm. putting them in that ABM or language. what happens mm. we start seeing the result mm. so what is the one to many funnel or right is is that going to feed into your one to few or the conversion yeah. is just like optimized for the many yes the pyramid rises always you know the pyramid mm. will always go one is to one is to few at the end of the day it will go into one uh, one is to many will go is to one is to few one is to few hmm. depends one is to few to go to one is to one it depends and hmm. so right. the roi the account will give because uh, no one will be able to make that type of investment isn't uh, hmm. but worthy worthy to go it to one is to one so one is to hmm. surely go one is to few right because that hmm. type of future we're looking at one is to few to one hmm. to one depends on the type of account manager depends on the type of you know deal size which you're looking at and whether it's mm. putting too much investment so that's the time mm. the pyramid uh, structure which i have been worked upon and i definitely work because if you take i'll give a small example so if you take one into two ten accounts right and put in a one to one you're putting entire mm. one resource behind those ten accounts but the end, the end of mm. get only twenty thousand dollar deal is it even worth it mm. it is not worth Correct. it right because mm. you're putting mm. the one resource into those ten accounts you can have put that one resource into one account which is giving you a validity mm. right mm. yes one is to many to one is to few is not uh, like you know always there one is to few to one is to one is quite quite it depends okay. okay so what changes when an account that was in the one to many bucket goes to one to few right uh, so there is obviously like lot more focus but are you activating more channels are you there could be like lot more personalized content and all of that like what else goes through when an account progresses from the one to many to one to few bucket but touch points increases so one is to few the content changes the one is to few to mm. one is to many to one is to one the in all mm-hmm. three your touch points have to gradually increase right your touch point has okay. to be mm. your touch point has to go more personalized right and mm. the content mm. has to go more personalized the content has to have more depth when i say more mm. if you are selling suppose if you are even selling abm right first when you are saying what is abm how what an abm benefit right now what an abm benefit at technology industry what has been the path what has been the breaking what is the future that is the type of content people are looking at, right 
And so on mm-hmm. that, to mm-hmm. stream specific, now when you are using five channels, right, you know now it has done the one is too few, two less channels. But those many channels is that you have to include that five channel to ten channels. Now when mm-hmm. I add technology example, so you have to see what type of uh, you know, what type of website or technology people visit, what are the type of events they go, what type of newspaper they read. So you have to start adding and targeting them according to their perspective, according to when their touch point is higher. Right? Mm. So have mm. to them, which I love doing in one is to few it. You have to see how that industry is targeting mm. their uh, their customers. Okay. It, when you know mm. this is the colors, this is the theme, this is the language they're using for their customer, then you very well mm. look, they are used to looking at it. They are, they know that language, mm. right? Mm. It, it mm. that research has to be done. A mm. company is where mm. if you see white white very fast, you know, quite modernized, on point, mm. you know, they are like for them when you're thinking a campaign has to be mm. a campaign. It has to be according to today's century. Whereas when mm. you're looking for a BFSI, what is the trend you're seeing? Take 15-20 BFSI accounts. See how go advertising. See what are the mm. because we have only three seconds time time on digital footprints, right? Correct. Mm. What mm. they're seeing. See their accounts. See take the 10-15 uh, BFSI and B2C. See where their followers mm. have visited in the last one year. See what type of people getting, see what type of events they're going to, or see mm-hmm. people they are meeting. So the mm-hmm. more personalization is possible in two. One is to few, which is not possible into one is too many, right? Because of mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. would investment resources and uh, mm-hmm. of research time. So these things mm-hmm. change from one is to few to one is too many. One is to few also your industry specific messaging, but at what level mm-hmm. industry specific messaging? What is the type of mm-hmm. wanting to get to that one industry specific messaging? It might be top level, mm. right? But one is to few, mm. you have to go on into a little bit there. And mm. automatically mm. happen because one is to one, one, you might have a few, uh, few accounts which are there from these industries. So if you have done your right. to one account or uh, research very well, then one, mm. you don't have to put extra efforts. That research mm. Mm. industry, one is to few. It can be okay. Right. So I, I just wanted to stick to that. Um, progression so the one to many to one to few progression right is it also aligned to the deal progression or the awareness Sorry, from tofu to uh, mofu that determines okay so when the a particular account reaches the mid funnel then i put them into a one to few bucket and then progress them is, is that how you're thinking is there a dependency connection at all yes so it has to be from, uh, you know, it, it can't be on the awareness side where you put, right? If they mm-hmm. have passed your awareness stage in one is too few, and they have reached your, you know, MoFo stage also in one, in one is too many, also you have to have your MoFo stage and MoFo stage, right? Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I especially, depending on the type of cluster, if these are, you know, what type of investment, again, going back to your first research, what we have done. If there are five buckets, five industry, okay, now if you mm-hmm. have, the industry, which you know that inside will be mm. largest of your five industry, right? Mm. Mm. I mean, then mm. the industry has the largest inside. Now, in for that case, if they finish one is to one, uh, one is to many card tofu, and then most who go uh, middle of the final more four stage, then you can put into one is to few, because what mm. expecting requires more touch points and requires time investment. Wherein when you have right. a past uh, industry, suppose the automobile industry, right? Where the deal signs is uh, lesser, again, that comes with your predictive analysis. Where the deal sign that mm-hmm. okay, and uh, you know, uh, at this point, you know, they let them and the uh, either you have seen the sales cycle also, it drops a lot. There's a drop in the mm-hmm. mid cycle. Then you don't immediately put it into one is to few. Right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. let them do the entire journey of one is to many or, you know, more you do dot more for you do the more for one they go through then you shift it to one is to few. So that total takes on the objective of each cluster. And that's why when you plan mm-hmm. campaign objective of each cluster is the beans we have to do. What is the objective of was what is the sales objective, mm-hmm. what is marketing objective, and what is the mm-hmm. objective? These three objectives have to be classified business, marketing, sales objective. Once you have these four mm-hmm. specified, you know what your campaign will slow and 
So mm-hmm. the free mm-hmm. app allows your campaign flow to happen. So that management that is coming us to later that boss we have spent so much, I have not gotten a blog. Mm-hmm. Right. So then you spend your uh, the campaign. Your resource count, it all depends and it is all in line with the objective. When you say how hard it is to convince the management, is this all mm. in line, right? It is your stuff, mm. your objective. There will never be a question on the budget spent to the right. resource or where your energies are going. So that has to mm. graduate shift from one is too many to one is too few has to be according to the mm. objective idea. Right. So what's your account research process like typically, right? So obviously it depends on the company, the product and things like that, right? So when you are uh, going from a one to many to one to few, so that requires a lot of understanding of these accounts. What are the different sources and what are the kind of information that you are trying to collect, right? So intent could be one. Is that where you're plugging in intent or what are the things that you typically do as part of the research activities and how do you do it? Like at scale, these researchers. So intent is the base from one is to few also. One is to many also. Intent is the right. base, party intent is the base of all of it. It has to be there. It has to be in place because that narrows your accounts. Okay, that narrows your uh, efforts in the right direction. In a way, at least at least 60% of your uh, right direction goes in the right direction. So that helps, right? So intent and uh, mandatory all the form of the world you are. That's the start or external intent. Then also, then second research, what we go is we have a lot of those listing tools, right? Whenever, whatever the listing tools are for a technology, or most of them are, we, we do think the listing tools are not there, but you know that the season of your customer is going up and down. So the intent from the listing tools, right? Where you have people coming, looking at your website, and your internal, so external intent and internal intent, marry them together. And that has to be your base for any type of APM. One is to one, one is to few, one is to many. That has to be there. Then one of the secondary research. Okay. First, the base, at least for one is to many, what you can do is at least start reading the white papers out over there. Right? The reading helps you. Someone has done the research, leverage it. Right? That right. Mm-hmm. Someone has done the hard work of doing the research. At least the bare minimum you can do is one is to many. Leverage that research, right? Read those white papers, read the, and all companies come up with those white papers for every season, every industry. Read those, those were, mm. mm. these have which direction do I want, right? For what mm. many I'm saying, at least that bad, bad minimum direction. You would have top five industries, okay? You mm. have 10 industries, right? If you have 10 industries, then you're starting your ABM row because then count mm. your, your 16% or 70% of the account. It me from five industries, three industries, four most. And whereas mm. ten industries, then you have to bucket. Take mm. all five industries. See what has been your predictive analysis in your CRM. See when is their buying cycle. So if you have uh, if you have suppose been to see brands, where which month of you to see brand bought most from when in the sales people have closed the most. So then okay. calculate how your campaign has to flow and when they have to come to both. Right, mm. you can't change the mind cycle of your industry. If then, mm. and obviously that's the time they'll buy. That's the mm. minimum research which you can do with few clips. It does not take large time. A white paper won't mm. won't take more than ten, half an hour, or twenty, thirty minutes. Mm. Right, or uh, mm. uh, doing the intent, marrying the intent again. It's automated. Everywhere it's automated. Your CRM reads it. Well, and then reading the predictive analysis. If you have your dashboards ready, again it will few clips. It's the part of reading the right content out over there. These are the base with mm. it has to be what the point starts, like you know, or it has to be there mm. to plan any campaign. So then it goes back to uh, seeing what the industry and where it has reached, right? So for one is to many, I would say this intent, internal, external intent, predictive analysis, and white paper research is basic, right? And it does not take long time. If you say it won't take more than an hour or two for it entire thing to be done, if you are knowing if it is in your process, it won't take a larger time. And if you know that this is the process, it won't take a larger time. Then one is too few, it, give it in your time. Take five look like uh, accounts, which is your, you know, your target audience. Always take the upper side. If you are targeting, uh, um, suppose, uh, revenues, your target is 5 million revenue, take like 10 million revenue, right? So because they look up to them also, right? 
So when you do your marketing of one, when you compare those 10 million accounts, gets you top five objectives, right? Again, this has to be the base of internal, external intent, predictive analysis, and then go for the account research, right? Have a structure in place of what else, what are you capturing? You're capturing the color scheme, you're capturing the theme, you're capturing the type of content going on the thing. You're capturing where their sea levels have gone, right? And to the surprise, if you you will see it's because I've been doing it for a long time, it would be very different. There would be overlap. So that's why when it sounds that it is a very rigorous work, but it is not. Because it will have common, there will be overlap. Where they say that, you know, uh, when you five people, if the five CEOs are sitting, it, it won't be very different for each. Right? They will be having the same type of uh, path. They would be having a very similar type of events going, very similar type of uh, you know, the industries and attendance of uh, white papers and, well, blog post co-authoring, similar type of influences. But it will be very similar. So it sounds tedious, but it is not because it is very similar pattern which each of them will be having. So that's where it comes to one is to, one is to few. One is to one in contact base. It has to be contact research. You are supposed to know this your target audience over there, especially at least top three target audience like your friend. Like, you know, it has to be like, you know, what he likes, where he goes, huh? does he have kids, does he not have kids, does he play golf or does he play football, does he play cricket? It has to be contact research in one is to one. If you do not have in one is to one ABM contact search map, especially for the account which have reached your more food stage, then boss, it won't move forward. Got it. So vertical research, then the persona research and person research, yeah. right? So this is uh, this is what you're you're doing. Excellent, awesome. I, I think I have a lot of questions, but in the interest of time, let's just wrap this uh, podcast today. Uh, Puja, this has been an excellent conversation. There's a lot of things, right, that you have shared from your own experiences that I'm sure it's going to benefit a lot of our listeners. I don't think this is the last time we're going to do this podcast with you. So I think there's a lot more to cover and maybe we'll reserve this for the next uh, episode, right? Thank you so much for taking time on a Saturday and then speaking with me. Thank you so much, Aaron. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And I guess this learning should continue because I've learned a lot from you and, and from your listeners. They've heard your podcast before, so from the other thing. I guess let's continue this learning. It will be beneficial for all of us in some way. Excellent. Thank you so much, Pooja. Yeah.